What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite chat. Today we're going to be talking about the scene with DJ and Finn when they steal the weapons dealers ship and they're flying off and then kind of the conversation that's had between DJ and Finn and how it doesn't really make any sense. It's just Ryan Johnson again trying to insert some kind of political BS into the movie that makes zero sense. Let's just Start off with the basics of canon with he shows the ships. The first ships that he shows is an X-Wing. He shows an X-Wing, an ATST. He shows some different first order ships. Now, he says that this is the weapons dealer selling them. <laughs> now, the problem is, of course, is in canon and in the incredible cross-sectional books, it talks about that these ships are actually made by Sinar, Sinar Jameis, and so this is the company called Sinar Jameis. It's a company that began when the Re New Republic kind of banned any more shipbuilding to be going on. And they kind of went off and it was two different companies that they kind of joined together and began to build some weapons and ships for the First Order. Then it shows an X-Wing and says, oh no, looks like he built it for the good guys too. The problem with this, of course, is yet again, it's from another company, Incom Freytech. Now, so just right off the bat, I guess this guy just happens to own two of these companies, uh, or probably the most likely is that this just doesn't make any sense at all. Just So right off the bat, it just doesn't make any sense with canon. Zero logic, no connections. There's just, it's an utter screw up without a doubt that these two companies are completely different then let's just break it down even further this isn't a gun smuggling or weapons dealer type thing this is a manufacturing company Sinar was known by the New Republic now they did go behind the back to try to build these things for the first order to make money but it's a completely different ships made by a completely different company for the New Republic, because these were New Republic ships that then the Resistance got a hold of a few of them. Now, the problem is, is that one, it's not the same person making both of them. And two, it just doesn't even make logical sense. The argument here is that he's trying to make that the good and bad, it's just a machine. It's just a war machine that they've been pushing along this entire time to be able to make money because capitalism's terrible. Well, that, again, just doesn't make sense. If that's the case, then they're really doing a bad job because it's been 30 years of peace. They couldn't call some stirrups to happen beforehand to be able to start to make this. And even if you want to say that, well, they just started doing it now, but he, he makes it as if it's, it's this constant issue that's been going on. Well, even if we look back to before then, where we had the Empire... This was not some kind of development that these war machine profiteers kind of created. It was Emperor Palpatine completing a plan that was started off with Darth Bane in a thousand years of Sith hiding out and waiting to be able to come into a place of power to take over. It didn't matter whether or not anyone was trying to make money off of this. It was simply the fact that Emperor Palpatine, an evil man was trying to take control and use anything that he could do to be able to gain that control. So it just so they didn't do before. They just started building stuff now. It 
does it even make sense with the way Canon's explained it that there's two different companies making these ships, but now they're trying to say that it's one company making this ship or one person making this ship. It just defies all logic or consistency at all, which is something this movie does all throughout. But this one just really annoyed me. And then the, the debate of good and bad, this desire to try to make everything like everything that was good not really seem that good because he still tries to make the bad seem bad the bad guys are still equally as bad itself for kylo who he tries to you know make it out with this conflicted thing which is kind of fitting with his character from the force awakens so i'm not really complaining about that but basically it's just let's not make let's show the good guys aren't that good there's just no one to root for this is all terrible everything's bad there's no good and bad and that's just flawed beyond all logic now we see in stuff like rogue one where cassian like the way you show gray is that in war the good side has to do some questionable things and you have to debate and struggle with your mind whether or not you would do some of the things that are done but see the movies from all time have been doing that all of the star wars movies have shown this gray this fine line of where things are where you go back in the um past with the prequels you have people like mace windu who definitely fluctuated on that side of going bad to the point that Anakin actually steps in and defends the Emperor even though he knows the Emperor is a Sith. Then you've got things like small little decisions that are made by people like Padme that by trying to prevent a war and save her people puts the ultimate evil in power. And all these little fluctuations from Anakin because the Jedi fear what he could become ultimately lead him to fall into the dark side because the dark side guy treats him like the way he wants to be treated, shows some respect, seems to be good, but he's the ultimate evil. Then we go further and it's portrayed as a just clear black and white, good and evil, but then you find out the dark side guy, he's actually the father of the son. And so then we go into Return of the Jedi and now there's this conflict. We still have good and bad. We have the Republic versus the Empire. And we have this battle, but inside of that is the struggle of this conflict with this gray area. You have Luke kind of going to the dark side a little bit and actually attacking and almost killing his father and then stops. And then it's his father that sees in his son the suffering and then he changes. See, there's all of this fluctuation between the just dark side and light side that you see, but that's done in characters. That's how good storytelling is. But see, this is just utterly terrible storytelling and doesn't even fit with canon it it's so desperate an attempt by ryan to try to push his agenda or his thoughts into the story that one he's even incapable of trying to show it in a way that is artistic or well done he he doesn't show like if you look at mad max where i mentioned this before in another video it's just such an obvious thing where it, it doesn't sit there and break down to you how the main character is, or not the main character, but the bad guy is just this terrible person. It shows it. You see the suffering of all those around him. You see that he's holding back the water from other people. And you just logically go, that's the bad guy. That's how we've always been. And then there can be some fluctuation between the characters from that point on. But you have to have these extensive points because then who do you root for going forward? 
But Ryan can't do this. Ryan has to just tell you directly and say, here, let me sit down and preach it to you. Let me learn you something, as DJ says. You're so stupid. It's just this terrible writing of Ryan Johnson. And so he can't show not tell. That's what a lot of people try to say because so many things in this movie you have to explain with so much headcanon for it to even begin to make sense. And tomorrow, or I'm working on it now, tomorrow I'll put out a video of just every plot hole in this movie. I don't know how long that video will be. It's taking me forever to go through this just god-awful movie. But I'm just going to break down every single little plot hole. There's just so many throughout this movie. And so many people try to explain it. It's fine if you like the movie. All well and good. You can like the movie. I'm not telling you to hate the movie. I get people have different connections and whatnot. But to try to act like this is Empire Strikes Back or it will be viewed as this high, unbelievable movie in the future is... It's just wrong. It's There's so many issues. It's so pathetically done, so terribly written. And this is just a perfect sign of it where you ignore the whole history of everything that's gone on and you preach for a moment on something that makes absolutely zero sense in all ways, looking at the past and then looking at even what is just canon at this point and that trying to force it and say that these are war profiteers that just doesn't make sense because you already had the stupid dialogue with Rose before trying to act like this, even though she doesn't even know what's going on. She said she just heard stories about what's going on. But the, I'm going too far now when I start getting worked up over just the just how idiotic this script is and everything that goes into it. But I, I wanted to focus on this and just kind of point out just, it, it's just wrong. It just, on every point, it fails. It fails from a just basic screenwriting. It fails from how you even, like if this was a book, yeah, you've got to explain it, but this is done in a movie. Use your visuals. You love to use visuals, Ryan. Why couldn't you use visuals and try to show us instead of tell us and preach to us why couldn't you, you couldn't come up with a good enough idea to try to explain how things are kind of conflicting and ultimately this doesn't even have any effect on the movie as a whole you could have done something with finn where finn was been brainwashed by the first order and then he comes to the resistance and he just kind of believes in the resistance somewhat but not really it's conflicting with the whole way the the movie goes he's all about ray then he decides to go help the resistance but then he decides that you know he's helping the resistance because that'll ultimately help ray but then when they try to flee on the five years and the five years are getting away and it looks like a ship's coming in they're about to be captured and rose says oh no we're trapped and he goes oh but it was worth it it was worth it now like your whole goal of everything you've done is to protect ray but now it was worth it to save some stupid horses that are going to be captured in 10 seconds I mean, give me a freaking break. It doesn't, it just defies all logic. So now he's with the resistance. You could have used this as a thing to cause conflict in this character where he could now start to question whether or not it's he's being brainwashed or should he believe in the resistance. This is the perfect character for this to happen if you're going to do this stupid idea, yet you do nothing with it. From this point on, Finn is even more hardcore with the resistance than ever before. Seconds, not seconds later, hours later, he's about to sacrifice, give his life up for the resistance. Like, it just, it, it defies all logic. You, you come up with a concept or an idea. It's terrible, but 
the fans, YouTubers, and other people come up with how, okay, maybe you could have done something good with this. But he can't even do that. He just comes up with a stupid idea and then does nothing with it. That's the whole, this whole movie is that. It's, it's tell you all these things and then backtrack and not really do anything. Like, it's, it's, it's insane. It's just <sighs> so infuriating. Watching, trying to rewatch this stuff is just, uh. It's bafflingly annoying how terrible it is. And I can't wait till years down the road when everyone begins to open up and see and doesn't think about the visuals and the sound design and all of these things that has nothing to do with Ryan, really, that has to do with other people kind of using their creative capabilities to do something special. And I won't say that it has nothing to do with Ryan. He, he could very well be a pretty good visual director. His time that he did on Breaking Bad, the... Uh, one of those final episodes that he did was very well done visually. And the brilliance is, is because he was controlled by the team that was working on Breaking Bad. It was another writer that wrote the script. He just had to direct and follow along the lines of what they gave him. And he was controlled much more. And so he took some of these visual ideas and made a really good episode. I actually probably will break down that episode and kind of explain why you know, maybe Ryan could have done something well if he didn't have like any control of everything else. He's it's anyways, enough of that. I want to put this video together real quick because I was trying to get the plot hole video out by tonight, but I'm not going to be able to get it done in time by tonight. Or if I do, it'll be like after midnight. So I may post it after midnight, but I want to make sure I got a video out today and this was something that I had in mind to do anyways and I'm running on so I'll stop right there. Uh, I'll post some videos right here as usual. I have a link to my T public page down below. I look forward to hearing all of your thoughts on this video and I'm sure a couple people trying to explain why I'm wrong here or that I don't know canon or some kind of argument. I look forward to having conversations with all of you down below. Thank you again for watching and never forget you nerf herders. I love you.